So in the Gemara today, towards the bottom of Tezayin Amit Beis, four lines from the bottom, Toshima. We're talking over here about the Machlekes of Rav and Shmuel that we had in the previous Amit regarding the Mashkin Bebeis Mitbechaya. The Gemara they brought in Abraise that Rav Yosef ben, Yosef ben Yeezer testified that in the Beis HaMikdash, the Mashkin Beis Mitbechaya Dachan. The Mashkin is 100% pure, and the reason is because the whole Gzeira of Tumah and Mashkin is mit Rabbanon, and in the Beis HaMikdash, they didn't apply that Gzeira. So Rav said, that means that the Mashkin there is completely Tahir. Shmuel says it's only Tahir that it can't transmit Tumah to others. Rav says, no, it's completely Tahir. So we had a few questions on Rav, and this is the last question here that the Gemara asks on Rav's opinion. Toshimam, it says in Apostik, this is Apostik in Chagai. Chagai lived in the beginning of the second Beis HaMikdash. And the Psukim there talk about how they came to the Beis HaMikdash and he's encouraging Eden to build the Beis HaMikdash and so on. And here the Psukim speak about the fact that Eivisha tells Chagai that he should challenge the Kayanim and see if they still remember the halachas that they have to know when they come into the Beis HaMikdash. So he asks them questions about Tumah that would happen in the Beis HaMikdash to see if they know. So the question that he asked them was as follows. We'll see here in the Psukim that he's going to ask them two different questions. The first question he asked them was, if a person is carrying Besar Kaidish, what does Besar Kaidish refer to? So it's interesting, it actually refers to carrying a Sheretz. The Pasuk refers to a Sheretz, carrying a piece of a Sheretz as Kaidish. I mean, we know the word Kaidish means something that's separated. So that could be used in the positive, usually. Over here it's used in the negative, it's referring to a Sheretz. So he's carrying a Sheretz in his uh, garment. And with his Knaf, he touches a piece of bread. So as Rashi explains, when it says here, with his knaf, he touches a piece of bread, it actually means the Sheretz itself. The Pasuk refers to the Sheretz as the Kanaf. And the Mepharshim explained, the Pnei Yeshua explains, it doesn't say that the Kayin, that the case of here is that the Kayin touched with the Sheretz, the food, because a Kayin, if he would see the Sheretz, would be careful to get rid of the Sheretz. He wouldn't allow the Sheretz to touch the, the bread. So he's using an example of a case which would would be common to happen that the Sheretz was inside his garment and he didn't notice the Sheretz and the Sheretz touches the piece of bread. Therefore, it calls it Knofei. But Knofei means the Sheretz. So the Sheretz touches the bread. So now, what's the bread? The, bre- the Sheretz is an Avatoma. What's the bread? A Rishen Latoma. Then Ve'ela Nozid. The bread touches a Nozid, which is a, a stew, cooked food. So that's going to be now a Sheni Latoma. Ve'ela Yoyin. This Nozid touched wine. The wine becomes a shlishi l'tumah. And ve'el shemen. And then the wine touched oil, which would become a revi l'tumah. Then it says ve'el kol machal, or, or any other food. So as Rashi says, when it says ve'el kol machal, it doesn't mean that the oil touched other foods. Ve'el kol machal should be read as or other foods. The wine touched or oil or other foods. Taisus actually asks on Rashi, why uh, would we touch ve'el kol machal as or? And on all the other things in the Pasuk, we don't say it means or, we mean, it means and it touched something else. So the Mepharshim say, the Pnei Yeshua says, that in all the other things in the Pasuk, Lechem, Nozid, Yayin, Shemen, the Pasuk spells out a particular thing, what we're talking about. When it says Ve'al Kalmachal, it's using a more general term. So therefore we know that it's not talking about another particular thing that it touched. So we have four levels of Tomeir, from Rishayin to Revi. Hayiktosh, so the question that Chagai was asking the Kayanim is, the last thing, the Shemen or the Machal that got uh, Tomei, is that also going to be Tomei? In other words, what he's asking them is, do you have 
a reveal a tumor by Kachim. And the Kainim answered, And they said, No, there's no reveal a tumor for Kachim. Rav said about this, as the Gemara is going to quote soon and explain extensively, the Kainim made a mistake. Why did they make a mistake? Because we know that when it comes to Kachim, there is reveal tumor by Kachim. By Truma, there's Truma only up to Shlishi, by Chulun only up to Shani. So they made a mistake. So, what's the question of the Gemara that's relevant here? This is Rav himself speaking here. And Rav holds that when it comes to anything that there's liquids, there is no Tumah Bechlal. The basement Pachaya, the Mashkenar, there's no Tumah. We're talking here about wine and about oil. If it's wine and oil, why is Rav asking such a... Why, why was he asking such a question whether it's Tumah or not? There's no Tumah Bechlal. Answers the Gemara, Mid Rav. You're asking this question according to Rav. Rav mashki beis mit pechayetani. When Rav said that the mashkin, the liquids in the beis hamikdash are taher, what is he referring to? Only the ones that are in the slaughterhouse of the beis hamikdash, in the place where they shech the karbonis. What is that referring to? As Rashi says, and we'll see soon in the Gemara, the blood and water. The place where they shech the karbonis, so what, what kind of liquids is there there? The blood of the animals, and also water that they used to use to clean off and rinse off the uh, behemoth. Only blood and water is taher. But not anything else. There's other mashkin using the base of Mikdash on the Mizbeach itself. In the carbon Mincha, they had oil, they had the wine on the Mizbeach, and there was also the blood that they sprinkled on the Mizbeach. And uh, once a year on Sukkot, there was the water that they poured on the Mizbeach. So on the Mizbeach itself, there were more mashkin. But in the Mezbit Bechaya, there was only blood and water. The mashkin that were used by the Mizbeach, as I mentioned, which that would include oil and uh, wine as well, Metami. That's Tomei, that transmits Tomei, and therefore Haggai was asking his question regarding oil and wine, which is on the Mizbeach, and would become Tomei in the Beis HaMikdash. Gufe, now the Gemara brings this uh, question itself, that Haggai asked, and uh, exactly what happened with the response of the Kainim. Just a second. Okay. Pick it up with Rav, yeah, if you can. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry about sorry. that, not the wrong one. Okay. Let's go higher. Thank you. Yeah, it's good. Right. Rav says, The Kayanin made a mistake, as we just explained. No, the Kayanin gave the right answer. Asks the Gemara, Rav says, The Kayanin made a mistake with their response. That we understand. His question of them was to see if they know the halacha that by Kodesh, by Kachim, you could have a Tumah up to the V. And and they got that wrong. They said that it's still it's going to be tar. But a Shmuel, a Malayish Shmuel said that the Kayanim did not make a mistake. What's the reason? They, they, they got it wrong. Answer is, Chamishi B'Kodesh Ba'aminayo. You have to read the Pasuk differently. Really, he was asking them, could you have a level of Tumah by Kachim that goes until Chamishi? And they responded, and that's the right answer. So the Gemara will now explain how do you see here in the Pasik that there is a Hamishi of Tumah that he was asking them about. According to Rav, we can see that he was talking about a reveal of Tumah, because the Pasik mentions four different things that got Tumah Lechem, and then Nazid, Yayin, Shemen. The four things that transmitted Tumah one to another. 
According to Shmuel, where do you see in the Pasuk that he was asking them about a Tumah that goes to the level of a fifth thing that became Tumah? Answers the Gemara, Does it say in the Pasuk, which would mean, again, as I mentioned before, when it says in the Pasuk, Kanaf, Kanaf refers to the Sheretz. So does it say, that the Sheretz touched the bread? It says, that it touched Bikna, something touched the Sheretz. So what this hint, why is there an extra base there? What this hints to is, besides the fact that the Sheretz touched the bread, there was something else that touched the Sheretz first, Naga Bikna, by something touched the Sheretz, and then it touched the bread. There was something else there that the Pasuk does not spell out explicitly that touched the Sheretz and then that touched the bread. So therefore there was a fifth thing there. So the question that Chagah was asking the Kayanim was whether there's Chamishi Lutoma by Kachim and they answered there isn't, it's Toy, and they got the answer right. Toshima, so now the Gemara. The garment touched before the Sheretz? The what? The garment touched before the It's not necessarily the garment. It's, it's something else. The Gemara doesn't say what it is. We don't know what it is. Something else touched the Sheretz, and then that touched the bread. That's why it says base. You could say it's the garment, l'chayre, but uh, no. yeah, that's okay. That's what it would look like. But the, the base is hinted in the word biknafai, and the kanaf here refers to the Sheretz. So I'm not sure. Okay, now as I mentioned, Haggai asked two questions to the Kainim. Now the Gemara is going to see, let's, let's look at the second question he asked them, and from that we'll see. I'm going to get to the Machlekes of Rav and Shmuel, whether they made a mistake or not. Toshama, the next question he asked them, Vayoyim Chagai. Chagai asked them, Im yigat mei nefesh Instead of the source of Tumah being a Sheretz, what would the Halacha be if you have a Tmei Nefesh? Who's a Tmei Nefesh? A Tmei Nefesh is a Ava Tumah, right? As we learned that uh, the, the, the Tomei, the Mace itself, is Avi Avaisa Tumah, and the Tmei Nefesh is an Ava Tumah, just like a Sheretz. So the same exact thing, the Tmei Nefesh touched, like we said before, the whole Seder, the Lechem, the Nozid, the Yayin, and the Shemen. Hayitame. Will it, will it become Tomei? Will there be a reveal of Tomei? That's what it seems like he's asking. The same question, only difference is before he asked about a Sheretz and now about a Tmei Nefesh. And the Kainim answer and they say, Yes, Yitzma, it will become Tomei. So oh, now they got it right. Now they, they, they said reveal the Tomei, it becomes Tomei. So the question is, here everybody would agree they got it right. So it's understood according to Shmuel. They knew the halacha. So midahacha lo yishtabish. Like here in the second question he asked them, we see they didn't make a mistake. They knew that as a reveal of Tumah by Kachim. So nami lo yishtabish. We're going to have to say that in the previous passage they knew the halacha as well. And they got it right. And over there he was asking them about a chamishi l'tumah. So they said it's tohi. But according to Rav, why when he asked him the first time about a reveal of Tumah, they said that it's Tahir. When he asked them a second time, and apparently he didn't in between let them know if they got it right or wrong. So the second time he asked them the question, over here they got it right. They knew the halacha of Tumas Meis. The second time he asked them, he was asking them about Tumas Meis. That they knew that there's a reveal of Tumah. They did not know the halacha of Tumas Sheretz. They thought that there may be a distinction. B'chlal, we know Tumas Meis is more stringent than Tumas Sheretz. There's a via Vaisa Tumah. They thought that maybe by Tumas Meis, yes, there's a reveal of Tumah, but not by Tumas Sheretz. That's the distinction. That's why by Tumas Sheretz, they didn't get the answer right. Ravina Ravina says, Hosom Revi. And Hocha Shlishi. 
The difference is that in the case of Tumah Sharetz, he was asking them about a reveal of Tumah. Over here, by the Tumah Smeis, the case wasn't a person that was an Ava Tumah, a person that touched the mace that became Ava Tumah. He was asking them about a mace itself. If there was a mace, a piece of a body of a mace itself that touches the lechem and then touches nozid and then touches yayin, if it's the mace himself, that's a naviya vaisa tumah. So then it comes out that the shemen is not a revi'il tumah, it's a shlishi'il tumah. And that's why over there they said that that they knew for sure would be tumah. So over here they knew that Allah, but revi'il tumah they made a mistake about. That's the difference. Toshima, let's look what it says afterwards. So after he asked them these two questions, what did Chagai say? Did he, did he tell them? Did he accept their answer? Did he make a mistake? Did he not? So it says very clearly in the Pasuk, Hear this people, this nation, the Kayanim, what does it say in the continuation of the Pasuk? He says to them, if you look in Ois Gimel on the side of the Gemara, These people are going to bring Karbonis that's going to be Tomei. So he's, a- he's answering them and saying, you made a mistake, you didn't answer right. So it's clearly like Rav said, that they did make a mistake. So according to Rav, we understand why he's telling them that it's Tomei. Why is he telling them that what they're going to bring is Tomei? They got both answers right, according to Shmuel. Answers the Gemara, you don't have to read the Pasuk as a statement, that he's, a, he's a sort of complimenting them, or sorry, again, he's criticizing them. He's actually wondering, he's saying, these people, he's, he's wondering and saying that are these people are going to bring anything that's Tomei. In other words, he's actually complimenting them. He's saying that they know the halachas, so if the Abish is concerned that these people forgot their halachas over the 70 years in Galos and they're going to come to the base of Mikdash and make things Tomei, he's saying to them, are you concerned that the people of this nation will make a carbon Tomei? That's how you read the Pasuk, as a wonder. That's one shot. Another pshat is, but the Gemara asks on this, The language of the Pasuk does not sound like he's saying it as a wonder. He says, And then it says, When you use this term, this is the nation, this is their actions, it doesn't seem like he's saying it as a wonder. So, it's, uh, it's not that the Gemara doesn't accept this pshat over here. says a different pshat. It's referring to the future. Because in the future, towards the end of the second base of Mikdash. So the Yidin de Ravet is then. Chagai is talking about the future that then the Abishal will consider it as if they're bringing Karbonis Betumah because of their Avedis. But at this time, they knew Dalachis, they brought it Betara, and even could be later, they were also bringing it Betara. That they just had other Avedis and it's considered as if they're bringing their carbon betoma. So it's going on the future, not on the present. Gufa, now the comes back to the Machlekes that was, we brought up before, that there's two ways how to learn this halacha that we brought before, that in the base of Mikdash, Chachamim suspended their Gzeda of Tumah. Right? So the Gemara before was talking about this whole thing of Chagai, and the Gemara explained that Rav said, Base mitpachaya, only the liquids, oil and, uh, not sorry, uh, blood and water is where Chacham suspended their gzeda. Mm-hmm. Not benigeya to oil and wine, which would be called bay mitpachaya, the liquids that are actually brought on the Mizbeach itself. So here the Gemara is going to ring this machlekes itself. But before I go weiter, let me just point out an interesting thing that Rashi points out before. From this Gemara you see that you have to say that in the Pasuk of Chagai, 
We're talking about a Gzeira Midrabanon that was instituted then regarding these Mashkin. <coughs> and the reason is because Chagai was already the beginning of Anche Knesset Sagdaila. If we're talking over here about Mashkin that Atomi Minatayra and Chagai was testing them to see whether they know the halacha of the Isra of the Tumah of Mashkin Minatayra, so then how can we say that, in the, that this Mashkin, which is Tomi Minatayra, that in the base of Mikdash it's not Tomi? If it's Tomi Minatayra, Chachamim can't suspend such a whether in the base Midbachaya or made Midbachaya by the Mizbeach, it's Tomi Minatayra. The fact that we're saying here that Chagai is testing them regarding this mashkin, and we're making the distinction that it depends which mashkin. The mashkin on the Mizbeach is Tomei. The mashkin by the, by, by the slaughterhouse where they're shechting the Karbonis is not Tomei. It means that we're talking over here about a mashkin which is only Tomei with the Rabbanon. And even in the times of Chagai, that's when this Gzeda was instituted because he was at the beginning of the time of Anshik Nasa Sagdela. Okay, so now the Gemara brings the Machlekes exactly which mashkin are included in this. Gufa, Rav Tani, Rav learned in the Braise, Mashki Beis Mitbachaya. That this that Yosef ben Yezer testified that the Mashkin is Tahir, it refers to the Mashkin that are at Bebei Mitbachaya. What does that include? Blood and water by the slaughterhouse. Levi Tana, Mashki Bei Mitbachaya. Levi says, no, this includes more. It refers also to the Mashkin that was used in the Mizbeach, which includes oil and wine. So now the Gemara explains, going back to the Pasuk before, when Chagai was testing the Kainan. The Levi, according to Levi, that says that the Mashke in Bei Midbachaya, which would include even oil and wine, is also Tahir. So now the question becomes, how is Chagai testing them regarding oil and wine? Oil and wine is going to be totally Tahir, according to Levi. Says the Gemara, Levi, Ha Niche Isvirele Kishmuel. It's going to be understood how Chagai is testing them regarding oil and wine if he holds like Shmuel on the previous Amud or on the previous Blat. What did Shmuel say there? The Omar, Dochen, Nuletame, Tumasachedim. When we say that the Mashkin in the Beis Amikdash is tired, it doesn't mean it's completely tired. It means that it's tired that it can't transmit Tumas to others. Abu Tumas Atzmon, Yeshlehen. But a Tumas for itself, it does become Tumas. So therefore, what was Chagai testing them? The case over here is the Nagi Kulon Berishaim. He was testing them where the Sheretz, or the, yeah, the Sheretz all touched the things that are mentioned in the Pasuk. How did we learn the Pasuk before? The Sheretz touched the bread, then the bread touched something else, and each one transmitted to the, to the next thing. But according to Levi, that's not what happened. There's no transmission of Tumah, even regarding Mashke Bebeimid Bechaya. So the oil and the wine can't transmit Tumah to each other. So what was Levi testing them? Not, not Levi, sorry, Haggai. What was Haggai testing them? The Sheretz itself touched the bread, it touched the Nazid, food, other food, it touched wine, it touched oil. And that would, he was asking them the question whether the Sheretz is going to make it Tommy or not. <coughs> it can't transmit Tommy, but he was asking them, will it become Tommy? That was the question he was asking them. And what did they answer? They answered, Lloyd, they answered it doesn't transmit Tommy, right? So let's uh, see inside of here. So the only reason, it may, the only way it makes sense to say that uh, he was asking them about this, even though Mashke Bebe Mid is Toir, is because he was asking them about the Rishen Lutume, or in the Sheretz actually, touching it itself, and therefore, even though it doesn't transmit Tome, but it could become Tome, like the opinion of Shmuel. Eli, Savalek, Rav, but if he holds like Rav, the Omer, Dochen, Mamish, Rav says that the mashkin in the base of Mikdosh, that's not Tomei, it's totally toy. So then how is Chagai asking them anything about this? It's totally toy. 
Kishmuel Svirle. So he holds like Shmuel that says that it can transmit Tumah, but it becomes Tumah itself. This is according to Levi. Now the Gemara says according to Shmuel. Well, the Shmuel, going back to what we said before, according to Shmuel. So if you remember, what did we just say? Shmuel says that when he was asking them in the first postic, the first question that he was asking them, and they said that it's Tair, Shmuel says they gave the right answer. Why did they give the right answer? Because he was asking them about a Chamishi Latoma. If it would have been a Revi Latoma, it would have been Tomei. He was asking them about a Chamishi Latoma, and they gave the right answer to say that it's Tahir. So Shmuel, this that Shmuel said before that they gave the right answer because it was a Chamishi Latoma. So this makes sense. If Shmuel is going to hold like Rav, the Tani Mashke base mit Bechaya. And, and Rav says that even the Mashkin, that, that only that is, that only the Mashkin be based with Bechaya, which is blood and water. Over there, I say that Chacham suspended their Gzeda. Abu Mashki, be mit Bechaya, but the Mashki in and the Mizbeach, which includes oil and wine, that's something that does become Tome, and it could transmit Tome as well. Nami metamu, and therefore it transmit, becomes Tome and transmits Tome as well. So therefore Shmuel said, Revi hudoloi of it. It did not, it, 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 again, Revi hudoloi of it chamishi. The Revi will not transmit Tome to a chamishi. Hashlishi of it Revi, but the Shlishi will transmit Tome to Revi. So if we're talking about the Mashkin that's on the Mizbeach, over here it could transmit Tome. So if Shmuel's going to hold like Rav, in this Machlaikis between Rav and Levi, Machlaikis between Rav and Levi was whether it's referring to the Mashkin on the Mizbeach or it's only referring to the Mashkin where they slaughtered the Karbonis. If over here is going to hold like Rav, that only the Mashkin where they slaughtered the Karbonis, the blood and the water, they suspended the Tumah. But the Mashkin on the Mizbeach could transmit Tumah. So we understand why Shmuel was saying that there is a reveal of Tumah, because it could transmit Tumah. But if he holds like Levi, that the Mashke Bey Mid Bachaya was where the Chacham suspended their Gzeda of Tomeh. Why would Shmuel say that a Revi can't make a Chamishi? And therefore the Kainim said it's Tahir. Shmuel holds that Chachamim suspended their Gzeda of Tumah, that it could become Tami itself, but it can't transmit any Tumah at all. So there's no Sheni and there's no Shlishi either. There could only be a Rishen. So in this Machlekes, regarding whether your guide is Beimid Bechaya or Beimid Bechaya, with a Tess, he holds like Levi. That uh, he holds like um, Rav, that is. Again, Shmuel holds like Rav in this, in this detail of the Machlekes between Rav and Levi, that only when they get to Mashke Beimid Bechaya, that they, up, that they suspend their Gzeda, but not Mashke, mashke Beimid Bechaya, the Mashke on the Mizbeach, it could transmit Tomeh. Okay, we're talking about three different Machlekes that the Gemara is bringing together. There's one Machlekes, when they suspended the Tomeh in the base of Mikdash and the Mashkin, did they totally suspend it, or only for transmitting Tomeh? The second Machlekes we have is the Kayanim and the Psukim here. Did the Kayanim make a mistake? Did they not make a mistake? The third Machlekes we have over here, regarding which Mashkin in the base of Mikdash did they suspend the Tomeh? The Mashkin of the place where they slaughter the Karbanis, which only is blood and water, or the Mashkin even on the Mizbeach, which includes even oil and wine? That's the three Machlekes that the Gemara is explaining here, how they fit together. Now coming back, based on what it says here in the Gemara, to the question I mentioned yesterday regarding Hanukkah, where the oil became Tomeh and they couldn't light the Menorah. So I mentioned the Mepharshim asked the question that it says over here that the Mashkin of the Beis HaMikdash, Chachamim suspended their Gzeda of Mashkin. So why was there an issue to use the oil for the Menorah? This is a question that some Mepharshim asked. 
But if you learn here the Cheshven of the Gemara, it's really not a question at all. According to any opinion you say over here, the opinion that says that they only suspended their gzeda regarding, uh, regarding blood and water, so that it wasn't suspended regarding oil and wine. Only mashkebei mit pechaya, where they slaughtered the karbonis, but the oil does become tame. Even according to the opinion that says that they suspended their gzeda regarding the oil and the wine that's brought on the mizbeach, bei mit pechaya, however, that's only not to transmit to them. That's what the Gemara explains. But when you get to becoming tame itself, it will become tame itself. And the proof is very simple. The Pasuk in Chagai. It's a Befeidish of Pasuk in Chagai that he was testing the Kayanim regarding Tumah and oil and wine. So you have to say that oil could become Tumah itself. So therefore the Chayda, this whole question is Bechlal not a question. It's a Pele even that some Chayim asked this question. Elamai, it would be only a Tumah Midrabanon. As I pointed out, Rashi says, we're not talking about a Tumah Midrabanon, only Tumah Midrabanon. So maybe you could ask the question by the Nes Chaneke, since it was only Tumah Midrabanon, but Midrabanon, the oil was tired, so they could have used the tire, the, the Tumah oil Midrabanon to light the Midrabanon with it. Because Midrabanon, it's tired, so they can use it. So then there's, there's the famous answer that says that the Abisham made the nest, that they should be able to do the nest perfectly without any Tumah whatsoever, not even a Tumah Midrabanon. But even if the question is a question, there's one other answer I'll mention. There's a lot of answers I saw to this. Uh, another answer that's given is that when the Yevonim came to the Beis Amikdash, they breached the walls of the Beis Amikdash, and that removes the status of Kedusha that the place has. There's an expression that Gemara says in Avedizara, that when you come and you breach the wall, so then the place doesn't have its Kedusha anymore. So whatever status the Mashkin has in the Beis Amikdash does not apply anymore, because they breached the wall. So even whatever it explains here regarding the Mashkin and the Beis Mikdash in the time of the Gzeda, when the wall was breached, it doesn't apply. But either way, as I pointed out, based on the whole Cheshmer of the Gemara, it's Pachlal, not a question. There's a clear Braise that says like Rav, and there's a clear Braise that says like Levi. Tanya the Levi, in one Braise that says like Levi, that Chachamim suspended their Gzeda. For all the mashkin, even the ones that are brought in the mizbeach, hadam va'yayim va'shemen va'mashkin, so it includes all of them. Mashki be'mid v'chaya, and it clearly says the mashkin that are brought in the mizbeach shenitmu b'fnim. If it became tummy inside the azara, but see in luchutz, and then you took him outside to hide him, it'll all be toy. Even though now you took him outside, it doesn't change its status. It's still going to be tohe. Nitmu bachotz, any of these mashkin that became toy, tome that is, on the outside, vichnisam bifnim, and you brought them inside the Beis HaMikdash, tmein, it becomes tome, it, it remains tome that is. Once it became tome outside, it remains tome. Haini, is this the case? Vahom Rabbi Shua ben Levi, what Rabbi Shua ben Levi said, mashki beimid bechaya, when it says that the mashkin of the Mizbeach, loy omru dochen, it's not said that it's tohoir ela bimekaimon, only when it's inside in its place. My love, what did he mean to say? This comes to, to exclude that if it was inside, and then you've carried it outside, once you take it outside, now retroactively it becomes Tomei. Only while it's inside, it Chacham suspend that Tomei. The moment you take it outside, it becomes Tomei retroactively. Lloyd says the Gemara, that's not what he meant to say. What he's coming to exclude is, if it became Tomei outside, and then you brought it inside. So the Tomei that took effect when it's outside is not removed even after you bring it inside. But the Gemara interjects and asks, but He says, only in its place. Only in its place does it become Tomei. It's mashma that once you take it out, it, again, only in its place do we say that it's, uh, that it's not Tomei. And once you take it out, it does become Tomei. 
And says the Gemara, Hachi Kaoma, Le'omru Dachin Elu Shenitmu B'mekayman. The way you have to read what he wrote, what he said is, it only remains Tahir if he became Tahir in the place inside where it's Tahir. But if he became Tahir outside, Tomei outside, once it comes inside, it, it will be Tomei. Ashi explains that uh, the one that asked the question interjected in the middle of the answer here, because this is really what he meant to say in the beginning, that you have to read the words of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, that it was nitmu b'mekaiman, then it becomes, it, it remains tired, it doesn't become tummy when you go outside. So here you have a clear b'raisa like Levi. Tanya kavasi de Rav, another b'raisa is like Rav, hadam v'amayim, only blood and water, mashki babes mitpachaya, which is the mashkin of the, of the place where they slaughter the karbanas. Shenitmu, they become tummy, bein bekalim, whether the water became tummy, in a keli, whether the water is still on the ground, doesn't make a difference, the mashkin of the base of Mikdash is going to be tired. Rab Shimon argues with this whole entire thing and says, the kalim, the mashkin, if they're in kalim, they're going to be tomei. The karka, if the mashkin is on the ground, then then it's going to be tired. What's the basis of Rab Shimon's opinion? So Rashi here explains, that Rab Shimon, we had it before on the beginning of Dr. Zayin, Rab Shimon holds the Tumah of Mashkin is Minatayre. So therefore, Chachamim are not suspending their Gzayre in the base of Mikdash. The Mashkin of Kalim is totally uh, going to be Tumah, even in the base of Mikdash. Now, what does Rab Shimon mean to say that the Karka is going to be Tahirin? If Mashkin is Tumah Minatayre, why the Karka is a Tahir? So Rashi explains what we're talking about over here Mashkin that's in the Karka, let's say it rained in the Azara, the base of Mikdash, and you have a little puddle of water on the ground in the Azara. That puddle of, puddle of water is like a little mikveh. What's this? The halach is water of a mikveh does not become tomei. But it has to have enough water to be a mikveh. So here's the thing. There's two different shiurim for a mikveh. The shir minatayr for a mikveh is to have a tiny amount of water, a revius of water. The shir of a mikveh minatayr is how, minat midrabana, that is, is how large? 40 saw. So what we're talking about over here is mashkin bekarka is when you have water that's in the ground of the Beis Mikdosh, that's enough of a revius. So minatayr, it's a mikveh. With Rabbanon, it's not a mikveh, because it doesn't have the amount of 40 soch. Chachamim increased the amount of a mikveh. So therefore, this mashkin is only tomeh with Rabbanon. Oh, it's only tomeh with Rabbanon. Chachamim suspended there, gzeirim with Rabbanon of mashkin in the Beis Mikdosh. So according to, that's the Hezbo of Rabshim here saying, bekeilim tmeim, mashkin and kalim is mashkin that tommy menatayre, so therefore it's tommy even in the base of Mikdash, but bekarka, if it's a revius and not 40 saw, so it's only tommy midrabanon, so therefore they suspended their tommy. This is, a, this is like huh? rain, this is rainwater. Or yeah, this look, is, I'm just saying practically speaking. Or, or it does any about, water. No, no, a mikvah has to be a mikvah. So we're talking about rainwater and dazara. Now the Gemara brings another pshat to the whole subject we spoke about here. The premise of everything we spoke about here was that the only way Chachamim could suspend their gzeda in the base of Mikdash is because the Tumah of Mashkin in the first place is only Midrabanon. But now the Gemara brings another opinion that says no, even if the Tumah of Mashkin is Minatayra, there's no Tumah of the Mashkin in the base of Mikdash. Even if you say that the Tumah of Mashkin is Menatayre, Mashki Beismit Bechaya, the Tumah of Mashkin in the Beisam Mikdash, Hilchase Gemirila, it's a Halacha Lamashim Misinai that there is no Tumah there. Halacha Lamashim Misinai. And the interesting thing is, we pass in like this opinion of Rav Papa. Gemara is going to ask now two strong questions on Rav Papa, but this is the way that Rambam Paskins. The Tumah of Mashkin is Menatayre, and in the Beismit Bechaya, it's Halacha Lamashim Misinai that it's not Tumah. 
Going back to the Brises that we learned in the previous daf, what did Rabbi Loza say? I'll prove to you that the Tumma of Mashkin is Midrabonon. Ain't Tumma of Mashkin Kolika. There's no Tumma for Mashkin. How do I know? Teida, Share Heid, Yosef ben Yeheze, Ish Tzreda, Mashkin Basement, Vachaya Dochin. Because Yosef ben Yeheze, Ish Tzreda said that in the base of Mikdash it's tired. How could it be tired in the base of Mikdash if it's a Tumma Minatayre? If it's a Tumma Midrabonon, Chacham suspend their Xayre. But not if it's a Tumma Minatayre. Says the Gemara, but we hilchas a gemirila. Rav Papa is saying that there's a halacha l'moishem misinai. So migam rinam, you know, how could you prove it from this? It could be tomei minatayre, but in the base of mikdash, there's a halacha l'moishem misinai. So what was what was the raya that he brought from this? That's one question. Another question. Omer Ravina Ravashi, Rav Shim in the Omar Tumas Mashkin the Iraise. Rav Shimon is the one that holds that Tumas Mashkin is minatayre. The Tanya Rav Yosef Rav Shimon Oimrim. As we reported before the Braise, Rabbi Yisrael and Rabbi Shimon both say, Lekelim, when you have mashkin that are in Kalim, to Hayden. Sorry, again, let's read that again. The Tumah of mashkin is Menatayre, and therefore, if you have a Suffolk, a Suffolk, whether the mashkin touched Kalim, it's going to be Tahir. Lo Eichlin, if you have a Suffolk, whether the mashkin touched Eichlin, it's going to be Tommy. So we see that mashkin is Tommy, and it could be Metama Eichlin. The distinction between whether it touched Kalim or touched Eichlin is going to be in the next plot. We'll learn in Metz Hashem. But the point is, we see that Rab Shimon holds that the Tumma of Mashkin is Menatayra. And Bahacha Ka'omer Rab Shimon. And here Rab Shimon is making a distinction. The Kalim Tmeim, the Mashkin found in the base of Mikdash and a Kali is going to be Tomei. The Karka, but if it's on the ground, like a Mikveh, Tahirin, then it's going to be Toy. Why is he making this distinction? So I explained before the Mashkin that's found in the ground, we're talking about. The mashkin that's not a mikveh midrabbanon, and that's mashkin that's tome midrabbanon. But the ihilchasihi, if what Rab Shimon is saying is a halacha l'moishem misina, if Rab Papa is saying that the fact that there's no tome for mashkin in the base of mikdash is a halacha l'moishem misina, mali bekelim, mali bekarka. What difference should it make? Whether it's bekelim, whether it's bekarka, it should always be a halacha l'moishem misina that any mashkin in the base of mikdash is going to be tar. Kashia. Both of these questions remain a question. So now the Gemara explains the point that I said before regarding Rab Shimon, Amr Rapape, Hada Amrit, Bikarka Tahirin. This that Rab Shimon says that liquid that's on the ground in the Beis Amikdash in the Azara is going to be Tahir, Laishanu Elamayim. That was referring to water. Avodan Loi. But regarding blood, doesn't make a difference which blood it is, whether it's the blood in a Kali or the blood that's on the ground. Umayim Nami Loyamaran, the distinction that he made regarding water. It's only said, That's only when we're, we're talking about a puddle of water on the ground that was a, a revis. So that's enough of an amount that it's going to be a good mikveh. You could table in it a pin, a needle, little things in it. But if this puddle of water is less than a revis, then it's not a mikveh, even minatayre. It's main, so then it's going to be tummy. It's like water that's inside a keli that there's no reason why it shouldn't be tummy, even minatayre. Now the Gemara comes back, the last thing for today, what did we learn before according to Rabbi Yehuda? Rabbi Yehuda held that the mashkin is tummy minatayre, and it makes everything tummy. It transmits tummy to anything. Rabbi Yehuda was the most machma. Rabbi Yehuda, we learned before, Rabbi Yehuda, tummy. Rabbi Yudah says Mashkin is Tomei and it transmits Tumma to anything. The memory of the Savar Rabbi Yudah, Tumas Mashkin, Tomei, Tumas Kalim, Dairaisa, does Rabbi Yudah hold that Mashkin is Tomei and it could transmit Tumma to anything, to other foods, to Kalim as well? 
Vatnan or Vahatanya, we learned it says, Kola Kalim, any kind of vessels that you have. Shiyeshlen Achirayim Vitaich. They have an exterior and an interior. And the point is that you could use the exterior and you could use the interior. It has two uses. Kagayna Karim, pillows, ksosais, blankets, sakin, sacks, hamartsufin, leather sacks. Mitmatoichai, if it became tome, it came in contact with tome on the inside. So nitma gabai. So the exterior becomes tummy as well. Nitma gabai. But if the interior became tummy, the, the exterior became tummy. Loy nitma toichai. The interior does not become tummy. This is the Tanakam over here. So we're talking about what when it became tummy, uh, the, the tume is not is not uh, complete. It depends if it's inside outside. On Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says there's a difference. This distinction that if it became tummy on the outside, it does not become tummy on the inside, that's only regarding the tumma of mashkin. But if it became tummy from a sharet, there's no difference. If it became tummy on the inside, it's tummy on the outside as well. Wherever the sharet touches in this keli, it becomes tummy. So Rabbi Yehuda is making a distinction between a sharet and mashkin. What's the reason for the distinction? If mashkin, which is tome, is a source of tome, just like a sheretz, what's the reason for this distinction? Why would we make a difference between if the source of tome comes from a sheretz or from mashkin? So the Gemara says, you're right. We see here clearly that Rav Yehuda holds a difference. Chazabe Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda had charot of what he said before, and mashkin is only tome mit And as Rashi points out, Chachama wanted to make a distinction to show the leniency of the tumah of mashkin, that it's only mit So therefore they said, this leniency, that if it touches on the outside, it doesn't become tome on the inside. Not like a shed, it's where it always becomes tome inside and outside. So Rav Yehuda had charot. Rav Yehuda says, no, lo'elam lo'yhodar. He did not have charata. Ha b'mashkin habon machmas yedayim. This brayse, Rabbi Yudu was speaking about mashkin that became tome from yedayim, which is a tome midarabanan. So the source of the tome that the mashkin itself became tome from was a tome midarabanan. That's why the mashkin is midarabanan. Ha b'mashkin says the Gemara. If so, ha b'mashkin habon machmas sheretz. Again, ha b'mashkin habon machmas sheretz. Before, when Rabbi Yudu said that mashkin is tommy minatayre, that the mashkin that became tommy from a sheretz, and therefore it's tommy minatayre. Says the Gemara, if that's the case, i hachi adatani b'med varma murim shenitmu shenitmu machmas mashkin. Rabbi Yudu here makes a distinction in this brayse between the tumah that comes from mashkin and the tumah that comes from a sheretz. Why does he have to distinguish between mashkin and a sheretz? Lift like the listni bidida. He can make a distinction regarding the tumma of mashkin itself. Mashkin that became tummy from yedayim, which is a tummy midera bonon. So then there's a distinction in the level of the tumma and the exterior and the interior. But if it's mashkin that became tummy from a sheretz and it's tummy minatayre, that there's no distinction, it becomes totally tummy. The answer is, like we said before, Chazabai Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda retracted the opinion that he said before, and he holds that Mashkin is only Tomei Midrabana, not Menatayda.